part of the conversations that happen around my kitchen table. He's John Brannion, and he's been a stand-up comic for more than 30 years. She's Amanda McKinney, and she's been my daughter for her whole life. Our family believes laughter is a gift from God. We often discover it while discussing culture, faith, and family. So go ahead and pull up a chair, neighbor. Can I call you Carl? There's plenty of room here for you. Uh, do, you want, do you want to vivo back on the podcast, Carl? Can I get right into it? Yeah, no theme song. Or is it going to have a theme song? No, the theme song will be in front of this. I'm not oh, okay. recording it, but yeah, there'll be a theme song. And Sorry. My chipper voice, and Mandy's chipper voice, and all of that. But so, uh, Juwan and I are going to do some some memes. He has selected some memes from some uh, from the from the social media sphere. This may be this may be a series, Carl. This may be a long running series. Oh, there you go. Um, but we're we're talking about it how how the election process is not going to allow uh, people of faith to get very far into to the uh, national elections, at least. Um, it's just not designed to be friendly towards people of faith because the culture is now. It's more about inclusion than it is about truth. And so somebody coming along and saying, I am a devout Christian. I think that we should move towards Christian morality in this country. Well, that person is immediately going He's to be gone. labeled. Yeah. As a, as a uh, they're going to crank up that spin machine. We're going to find yep. something. Wrong. Well, that's why. Well, with Pence, remember, they, they dug up all this. He makes he's going to make you have funeral services for your miscarriages and right and he's right. all for dragging gay people into uh cold white rooms and and beating right. them with a stick until they become straight and i was like okay there's no sensible person who's actually advocating for any of that right right and so but but the narrative is what matters the rhetoric right. is what matters and it tells the story even the people who know that that the rhetoric is outrageous still have to consider the rhetoric when they're doing their campaigning. And so they're like, you know, we, we can come out as people of faith, but we will get lambasted in the press and on the view and on social media. You, yeah. You can't, you, you can't just be a moderate political person. You gotta be a moderate uh, religious person. <laughs> right. But not even, well now it's like not even really moderate. It's just like, I go to church, right when the press is around. It's like, if I <laughs> right, right. Well, there's there's been this concept in Christendom for a long time. The Christians have wanted to be neutral. Christians have wanted to be, uh, the, we wanted to find common ground, and that was a thing, you know, in the eighties and the nineties. It was super popular. We're gonna we're going to move among the pagans, the people who are not believers. We're going to find common ground, uh, a, a topic about which we can talk to each other. And that will open the door to leading them to Christ. And on its face, it's not a bad idea. I think people's hearts were in the right place, but um, you don't find with the possible exception of Paul in Athens, you don't find the early church people looking for common ground. You find them kind of going in and saying, you guys are pretty much doomed. You're, you're wretched. You've killed God's son. And now you have to repent. And he didn't, he didn't really throw it open to, at least it's not recorded in the Bible. Now who knows what kind of debates went on? Who knows what sort of dialogue went on? (laughs) Well, it's like, it's recorded, you know, Paul goes, men of Athens, I see you are a religious people. Right. Let's have coffee and we'll talk about it and we'll say right. these things. <laughs> right. Well, and they might have. They might have. Oh, later, yeah, they talked to him. Actually, they, they laughed him out of there, didn't they? Well, they were they were interested in hearing a new thing did. and yeah. Yeah, but some of them said that we're intrigued by this. We want you to come back tomorrow and speak more about it. And then the scripture says that's kind of what they did. They just talked and talked and talked and talked and nobody really made any 
Yeah, Maybe. well, because that's the yeah that's they were into the philosophy of it, right? And they love to think about things, but Paul's like, no, there's a there's a doing that has to happen here, right? At some point, right? I, as a that's per- the point that, that there's a when you're finding common ground, the goal is to open up a conversation so that you can take people out of neutral territory and or the perceived neutral territory. Because the fact is that even common ground, even wanting to be all inclusive and accept everybody is still a religious landing place. It's not, it's not neutral to be a moderate. Right. It's not yeah, neutral. You got, no, you have to be for everything, basically. Yet, right. uh, even if you're technically against it, if what you believe is against it, you have to be for everything else. Man, right. That's what. Well, I don't want to get off on this because we got we got memes to look at. Well, well that's what I wanted the, to. Yeah, it, go. It fits. It fits with the what we're wanting to do here because the the atheist, quote unquote, atheist movement is passe. There is, you know, you still find some atheists out online. You still Wait. find some people identify as atheists. <laughs> you but, said the atheist movement is passe. It's like they're. There's a movement happening, but it's pretty much it's chill. Well, it's, <laughs> there's, it's there's people being converted. There's there's uh, pamphlets and, and tomes and and speakers, uh, <laughs> but you know whatever you want to, it's okay. <laughs> well, I mean the the atheist <laughs> we, have to, we have to advance the cause of the atheists, but you know whatever whatever you want. <laughs> Sorry. Well, athe- atheists are they're not in vogue anymore. They were cool in the '90s. They were cool during the Bush administration. Because you had George Bush, who was, who was as overt a Christian as we've had in the White House for a long get, time. Yeah. Um, and whether or not you know his theology was in line, you know, we could debate that. But the fact is, he identified pretty openly as a Christian person, and that was what stirred up the quote unquote atheists because it's because separation of church and state Congress shall make no laws <laughs> respecting the establishment of religion. And therefore, you know, what George is doing is he's trying to force religion down the throats. He's establishing a, a state church. Um, and they said all of these, you know, hyperbole, hyperbolic things. Right, right, yeah. And, and that's where it got some traction. So you had a bunch. It was cool to be an atheist because you were basically raging, you know, against. So you're speaking truth to power. You know, I don't, I don't want you to force your religion on me. And so that was how they. However, totally I would like to say that there is no God. So just to let right. you know, don't don't force your religion on me because here's why. <laughs> right. Because there is no God. Oh. And so now the atheists are, and I haven't seen any of these memes yet, so so we, we'll get started. You probably that. have. I, but I there's wonder. a, uh, the, the, the movement now that is, is secularism. And secularism, atheism has morphed into secularism. And there are a lot of secularists who will still identify as quote-unquote non-religious. We're not, I'm not a religious person. But, but the, uh, the talk about whether or not God exists has really, really died down. Even the people who don't, it, it's now cool to not identify as any part of organized religion oh, or right. institutional religion. That's cool. And so people still refer to themselves as spiritual people. Uh, a lot of people will say they're uh, Christ followers, that they are, you know, I'm a religious. I, I love Jesus, but, but the institutional church is vile and repulsive and evil and it's nothing like what jesus taught and so that's that has replaced formal atheism as yeah. the as the and i'm glad you brought atheism. that up because yeah every time i see something that that is espoused by a non-believing person and to, as to what jesus said or what they're trying to represent jesus it's obviously they, they haven't read the words of christ they just know they know uh movie jesus um, they know, uh, well, cartoon Jesus, I guess they know they're, well, you know, uh, I guess they know progressive every, Jesus. Well, they know, well, the thing is they remember Jesus from their ki- their childhood, maybe their parents or they were forced to go to church when they were little kids. And that's just their three-year-old, four-year-old brain Jesus. That's the one that, that comes right. out. Cause he said a lot of hard stuff. That's a, we're, we're, 
we're uh, going into territory that this is my one of my favorite C.S. Lewis quotes was like, and I'm paraphrasing. He was like, he said, "How can you? They killed this guy. So what about him? <laughs> was so it's like it's not. Um, he goes in. He, it's not because he was nice. It's not because he was trying right. to be gentle to everybody. It's not because you went around and loved everybody. He said he hard stuff, and people right. didn't like it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I wanted to bring this up because. Uh, forever, I've kind of lurked, <laughs> and I don't. I have, there's two reasons I could I could say that I don't get involved in the Facebook st- stuff. That you you get pretty good discussions going on, but ever but f- ever since I found out, ever since I realized somehow I knew there were bots, but I didn't realize they could just <laughs> they could argue with you until right. Amanda pointed it out, and I and, and I I've been shocked ever since. I still can't get over it, but. Uh, I could blame it on that, but it really is I'm emotionally lazy. or I could even say I'm intellectually lazy. But it's like when you throw a weird – I got a weird – like you, you'll you post something on Facebook. <laughs> I don't know why this picture – it's like throwing a cat in the pudding is all I could – that was the first thing that came to my head. And it's like I see the cat slinging pudding everywhere, and I'm like – uh, I don't. I don't have time or energy for this. I'm not get in there. <laughs> I'll yeah. scroll a little bit and go. Okay, that's good. All right. But one thing that I wanted to make your listener, I wanted to, I wanted to provide this for Carl, is because you have, you actually have a strategy. You don't go. This will be hilarious. But you like, you'll pick things specifically and start talking about them. And I thought it fell into your uh, um, comedy as a weapon kind of thing. So sometimes you'll see these things creeping up and I think I've I think I've stuck with atheist stuff, but I think I may have just some weird not weird, but like, you know, kind of middle of the road progressive stuff. So I want I want you to show everybody what's in your brain. Like kind of open up a little bit your pull the veil back and go, this is what's funny about this. And uh and that, I think that'll be helpful. I think it'll help people on Facebook. Maybe not because uh, if you I think what happens with me is I take personal offense with it. I'm like, I'm a right. Christian, and they think Christians are losers. Therefore, they think I'm a loser. I don't. Wanna. But if we're, but what I learned from you is, if we're laughing at at the idea that they're that they're putting out, then it, you're laughing. First of all, you're in a pretty good mood about it, and it's. Uh, I saw this from Douglas. Douglas Wilson was in a he was in a college campus on a, in a lecture room, and they're like screaming at him. Yeah. And he's just kind of chuckling because it's like he knows these are these are basically children, right? These are just kids, and I and I got to tell them the truth. And if they, uh, you know, and they get to decide what to do with that, but I just that's all I can give them. What else are you going to give somebody but the truth? Right. So well, and there's a there's a lot to be said for for making comments and and putting things up that there are a lot of lurkers like you described yourself. There's a lot of people oh, yeah, who read right. and we don't know who they are. And you know, and they never interact. They never comment. They just observe. And there's value in because those people you can reach. Those those minds you can. I don't want to say reach, but but you can you can have some influence. They right. they are they are open to truth and they are open to a reasonable um, argument. And and so just because you're not hearing from them, you have to know that that uh, we're commissioned to tell the truth. We're commissioned to say true things. And yeah, that's so wise. Cause I, I totally forgot about that part. I don't know. It was about the engagement part. And that, that's the other thing I know is the only thing you're going to see on social media is the stuff that that's going to cause a clamor anyway. Right. So, uh, if you're, if you're prone to, to being, uh, your happiness being dislodged as mine, as you can say on Facebook, but, uh, <laughs> or are we sharing it now? Okay. So for the uh, for Carl the listener, we may have to <laughs> describe these things in detail. But uh, is it working? Okay, yeah, I don't I'd like it to work. There it goes. All right. <clears throat> so this is a this is a deconstructiony one. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lady. She's having a lot of thoughts, and and the the meme. Uh, I call them memes, but it's just it's just a picture. They're they're trying to. Uh, it's rhetoric. They're trying to encourage you to feel a certain way. Religious but, uh, beliefs to unlearn. Yes. So yeah. one is I cannot trust myself. Mm-hmm. The other one is I am nothing without God. Mm-hmm. 
So these you, but that's what you got to remember. These are things you unlearn. My right. desires are sinful. You got to unlearn that. Right. Your spiritual self is all that matters. Now that's I want to talk about that in a second. I am responsible for I am responsible for saving others. That's something you need to unlearn. Actually, some of these. That's what's so weird about these is sometimes right. they'll strike on something, and you're like, "Yeah, but you don't you don't mean that in the way that it's right." I guess uh, there's only one right way to live. That's something to unlearn. Every there's a, a bunch of ways to live. I'm broken and need to be saved. You have to unlearn that. Right. That's the one where you said when we're talking about common ground. You're that's the common ground we have to find with everybody. That's where we have to start. If we can't start there, then how are you going to talk to anybody about God? At least in the way, you know. You can talk up to him about God in a way that, you know, in that kind of big man upstairs thing, but not in the Christian way. You're not going to be able to talk to anybody. If you if you can't meet with somebody, hey, are you perfect? No, but nobody is. And we're perfect. And it's perfect that we're per- not perfect. I don't know. Right. Anyway. but Well, uh, the, the thing yeah. that is an issue, the thing that's an issue for these new people, they used to be atheists and now they're they're secularists basically or progressive christianity progressive progressive christianity and secularism are basically the same thing and it's all paganism um religious beliefs to unlearn is uh and she's got a bunch of uh, religious beliefs quote she's, unquote, she's very she's, serene because she's she's ex she's expelling what is that expulsing i'm not saying it right anyway she's expelling these these religious beliefs, she's getting them right. out of her head, so she's but, peaceful now. But the thing that that happens is when you when you unlearn to use their term one thing, you have it's you're going to relearn something else by yeah. default. You're you're not you don't just throw out Ooh. beliefs and end up with not beliefs. <laughs> you, they're they're going to be replaced with other beliefs. Yeah, and if yeah. you're replacing, if you're unlearning religious beliefs, then they're going to be replaced with other religious beliefs. And so the, that one of the things that they're really fond of saying now is, I'm not a religious person. I'm not a religious person. I, I and, and that's just not true. Everybody is a religious person. To say I'm not a religious person is a religious statement. And you have to keep hammering that with these people. Um if you're going to unlearn these beliefs, then what are you going to learn to can, replace them? Can you get somebody to admit? Because me and you, we know that God, because there is a God, because he created us, if we're not worshiping God, we're going to replace him, like you just said. There's a vacuum. Right. So we've got to put something there. So everybody has a God, even if it's uh, even if it's yourself. <laughs> right. And uh, I just reminded me of I'm trying to work on this bit where it's like uh, – and this might be weird, so you can tell me if it's. But it's like we used to, as a as humans, we used to have these magnificent gods. We had Zeus, the the controller of lightning, and and the you know the the king of the gods, and then we had you know Mars, the god of war, and uh, what we had Aphrodite was um, she's goddess of beauty and wisdom, and those things. And now who's our god? Us. Right. Karen, the lady who takes flash photography at the aquarium and wonders why the fish don't show up. That's our God now. Why aren't the fish coming over? So, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Well, you know, the, my favorite one is uh, some of these Some of these are kind of the same. Like, I need to unlearn that I'm broken and need to be saved. That's kind of the same thing as my desires, my desires are sinful. sinful yeah. Um, and, uh, and so if you if you take that at face value and you say, okay, you need to unlearn that your desires are sinful, meaning that there's nothing wrong with your desires, um, that they're, that they're not sinful, that they are, what would that be? Good. So your desires are good. And so if you just dig into this a little bit with people, this is where, this is where everybody else will check out. The people who are not really interested in learning will check out, but this is where you start to make headway with the people who actually are open to reasonable conversations. And you just ask that person, okay, if your desires are not sinful, um, are you telling me that you've never had the desire to steal something? You've never had the desire to smack another person because you, you, they upset you. You've never had a person. You've never had a desire to cheat on your spouse. You've never had a desire to, to lie. You've never had a desire. There, there are so, 
yeah. my desires are are wretched and awful. If I acted on all of the urges and the desires that I have, I would be, I would be a terrible a person. Monster, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, just spend twenty four hours following every single impulse without right. any restriction. Don't say no to yourself once and see where right. it gets you. Just give you give yourself whatever. Just say yes to every desire and see what happens. See what well, happens then, to your friends and your family. They made a Jim Carrey movie about that, and it was a comedy, and it turned out good at the end. But I, I, if you did that for real, it would be a really dark. <laughs> You'd mm-hmm. be in jail for sure by the end of the day. They'd have to stop you. Well, you're just but, you're uh, not being honest. If you, so I, I, I like, would say, yeah, yeah, I like that. You, I like the contrast. You like when you throw something out, something else is going to take its place. That's the razor. That's the razor cut through this this meme. That's cool. There's a lot of things you could spend time on. What is that? Seven. Oh, that's interesting. There's seven things they're saying you got to unlearn. Seven things you need to unlearn. <laughs> and, but the rate, yeah. But the 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 simple thing right here is like, yeah, you get rid of that, something else is gonna. If you throw out my desires are sinful, what's gonna take its place? Yeah, right. I like that. Uh, I have. Should we say the uh, the Twitter or just go on the no, this person? Do. This isn't a meme, though. I don't know what I was doing with this one. This is just a tweet. It says, good news. Christianity does not rest on our need to prove that it's true. Yeah, okay. The Bible does not need to be inerrant for our faith in Jesus to be vibrant and meaningful. And you do not owe anyone an explanation for how any of this works. Breathe deep. The breath of God, friends. Hmm. So I guess I did start off with the softer stuff. Because this is yeah. obviously progression of Christianity, uh, but well, that's that's what on the on the other one too that was interesting. It was like, uh, yeah, you're right. Well, what did it say? Uh, what was it? Uh, I'm not responsible for saving others. You're like, right? Yeah, you're you're right, but you are responsible for, you know, telling them, <laughs> telling them the truth. We've been given that responsibility. So I guess well, this we, person is taking the same. The easy thing that you can almost always do, the, the, rule, of, the rule of thumb for, for almost all of these memes is they will be self-refuting. They, they basically are, they're circular and they, they own themselves. All you have to do is point out the circularity of what's being said. Um, it, it doesn't, we don't need to prove that it's true. And you do not owe anyone an explanation for how any of this works. He is saying that in an explanation of how I, all of this stuff I works. Say, I go, either this is inerrant or the Bible is. The right. Breathe yeah. deep the breath of God, my friend. No, and is, so is that an inerrant? Is that a true statement? Or right. is that something that is also relative? It's relativity is self-refuting. If if we really don't owe an explanation for how this works, why did you make this tweet? Yeah. Why did you explain it? Because <laughs> it's kind of what we're doing with people. We go, look, you uh, you're not perfect, and because of that, though, you're you know you're going to fall short of heaven. Right. So that's a, that's an explanation, and so they, I guess he feels like there's just a lot of angry Christians out there. Well, it's, the Bible is inerrant. Well, it's a weird thing to tweet about, too. Hey, good news. That's, Christianity doesn't rest on our need to prove that it's true. Well, of course it does. The reason the reason that Jesus said, I am the way, the <laughs> truth, right. and the life is because God knows that the truth matters oh. more than anything else. And so, yes, if, the, if the Christianity is not true, then I don't want to have well, anything to do with it. I'll, I'll agree with it in the sense that Christianity doesn't rest on on us proving that it's true. It's just going to be true, right? <laughs> but I do like – that is something – oh, you brought that up earlier. It's like I was – as a former moderate Christian who just wanted to leave everybody alone, <laughs> this is the thing that like, caught up to me, was like the reason I follow Christianity, the reason I follow Christ is I believe everything actually happened – the way that they said it happened, right, and that and that we're made in God's image, and so for anyone to say something different, and this is a a tussle you have too. Is you're like, what I believe is better than what you believe, right? If you don't if you don't believe in Christ, and uh, and I think you get most of flack from the Christians, right? 
Yes. They're like, how dare you? It's usually Christians that <laughs> say that I'm you, being offensive and I'm pushing people away from Jesus by telling people that Jesus is the best and thing. This is the best way. It's not even best. <laughs> we use that word best because we're we're still holding back. Right. Because we're trying to not be offensive, but it really he's the, the only, only cure. He's the right. only thing, man. And Christians so are telling me that that is offensive. And I'm, I'm actually driving people away from Jesus by being such an advocate for Jesus. <laughs> yes. Anyway, oh, uh, okay, this is some of my favorites, too. So this is a, I feel like this is an atheist one. Tommy Lauren, she's a conservative podcaster or something. I don't know what you, influencer. Anyway, she said, don't be afraid, quote, is written in the Bible 365 times a day. Uh, a daily reminder, 365 times, a daily reminder from God to live every day fearlessly. I, for, let's stop there for a second because sometimes when people say these things, I don't know because uh, don't be afraid is English. So uh, that's obviously an interpretation of the original language. So sometimes right. when Christians do this, I kind of go, eh, okay, I get, I get what you're right. trying to say, but – well, There's a lot also, more things written in the Bible that have a lot more weight that say to you, do not be afraid because right. God this is the creator is, of the universe. He's my rock and my shield, those kind of things. Right. This is sloppy. It's it's sloppy hermeneutics. You know, well, don't, be, don't be afraid it's written 365 times because you open yourself up for the bottom part of that. Yeah. Week, which <laughs> well, is, I've heard it from the pulpit before too. That's why I yeah. brought that up. Anyway, the answer to this, uh, the, the atheist answer, the word kill – is written 419 times. I'm not sure what I want. I want to use the same logic. Right. And so that's what. It's astute. I can say that. Right. Yeah. The original tweet, tweet walked right into that. And oh, the, yeah, there you go. the problem is you can't take any verse, let alone you can't, you can't just extract three words from the that's Bible. That's not even, yeah. Don't, not don't even be the whole verse. <laughs> You can't be. You can't extract. Don't be afraid from the Bible and say, "Well, this is a daily reminder that God wants us to live fearlessly," because uh, not being afraid and and living fearlessly are I mean, you just cannot make that leap oh, because okay. because the context matters. When was uh, when the Bible says, "Don't be afraid," who is it talking to? And what right. is the situation under which they are being told not to be afraid? There are uh, a, a lot of people who should be afraid. In fact, there's a, there's a, several places in the Bible. Oh, where you're saying because she's just saying this to everybody. Right. Yeah, you're just like, no, by everybody. You're not supposed to be afraid of anything, right? <laughs> well, the Bible also says right. in several places that fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And know the Lord and fear the Lord. That's written, I'm not sure how many times, but we are told more than once to actually fear the Lord. And so this requires a uh, conversation. It requires study. You can't uh -oh. just flippantly throw it out there and say, hey, God says, don't, the Bible says, don't be afraid 365 times. That means you're supposed to live fearlessly. No, there are, uh, there are some people who need to be very afraid of how yeah. they're living, even professed Christians, because they are not in lining, they're not lining up with uh, with what God actually says in the Bible. <laughs> That's funny. I didn't think about that angle. It's just like, hey, everybody, everybody out there, the Bible says don't be afraid, so don't be afraid. And it's like, uh, some people some people should be afraid. That's kind of like the same thing with shame, too. It's like, some people, they, we need a little more shame. We need people to be more shameful oh, or sh no question, ashamed. No but, uh, about that. If, uh, the, the thing is, the reason I guess I, I screenshotted this is because I've seen a lot of atheists or people that are counter-Christian, I'm going to say. They're not necessarily atheists. But uh, they'll post stuff like um, – just something like the word homosexual is not in the Bible. I'm like, right. yeah, well, there's a lot of English words. Was it you that was bringing this up? It's like Jesus, Jesus wasn't going to go down the list and go, don't do this, don't do this. Don't. He was trying to get people – he knew his time was short. So he was he was teaching his followers about the kingdom, the coming kingdom of God. Not here's here's what you stay away from, guys. Uh, the other thing is it's kind of like playing tag. You know, you're playing tag with your friends, and they go, "You didn't say we couldn't get in the car. <laughs> could right. say we couldn't drive away." I'm like, guys, that's not the anyway.
Right. But uh, yeah, that's why I did that one. Well, let's try another one here. Meet Abraham. It's a picture of Abraham. I yep. guess Isaac's down there. It's not framed real white. Father of Judaism, Christianity, and Islam. I'm sure that's what he was thinking of mm-hmm. when he followed God. Because a person who could murder their child because a voice told them to is someone the whole world should admire and follow. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. So, well, yeah. And, yeah, it's got a picture of him holding up a knife so he's over knife. Isaac, and he's getting ready to plunge it into his... And we're familiar with where how this story goes. Now, the the, the difficulty or the issue at hand here is that what this meme does is it assumes that Christianity and the Bible is not true. Right. Okay, good. Yeah, that's a good point. Because a person who would murder their child because a voice told them is someone the whole world should admire and follow. That is an atheist. That is a godless perspective that is saying a voice. It's a crazy person. They're saying Abraham is crazy and you shouldn't follow (laughs) and admire someone who is crazy. All voices need a body. They can't be a disembodied voice. (laughs) Right. They're assuming that that the Bible is not true. And they're assuming that Abraham didn't actually hear from God and he wasn't actually a man of faith. They're they're assuming that everything in the Bible is a fairy tale and is false. And that's where this meme comes from. Here's one that's probably a little deeper level. Uh, Do you admire and follow Abraham and everything he did? (laughs) Well, it depends on what they mean by. Oh, I guess so. Yeah. yeah, my thing mean, was just thinking about Abraham in Genesis. You're like, he he screwed up a lot. Yeah. He did a lot that was wrong. Oh, and I think yeah. it's more that the story yeah. of Abraham in the Bible is how God can take somebody that's completely flawed and still do something and still, uh, you know. Well, Abraham is is uh, it's his faith. It's all about Abraham's yeah. faith, and it's not about Abraham's. Um, actual walk. It was, yeah, he, he did a whole bunch of stuff that you scratch your head now looking back at it, particularly since we have the New Testament that we can compare it to. And we go, my goodness, what a, what a guy. And, uh, <laughs> but, but the Bible tells us that he, it's because of his faith. He believed God and it was credited to him as righteousness. Right. And we're supposed to be like him in that we trust God. And that's what the story is. Abraham said, oh, you want me to kill my son? Okay. Um, because, because I believe that, that this will be a good thing. You know, it, it, I, I think that, that good things will come to me if I kill my son. Well, yeah. Leave me. Yeah, this is something I learned from my pastor. I thought it was so cool when I, when I heard it. I, never, I don't know why I'd never heard it. This is like the church I'm in now. So I was a full-grown adult. And he says, you let scripture comment on scripture so what right. you're talking about in hebrews 11 he said that abraham believed that god could raise isaac from the dead so right. I, so abraham's like okay even if i kill him god can bring him back so i'm just right. going to obey and see what happens and uh, right in the and, comments and, and go well actually in hebrews how would you right well this could, meme is exactly the opposite of what the bible this is the exact opposite of how we are to regard Abraham. When, oh, when yeah. God and, and Christ and all the New Testament people said, Abraham is the, he's the model. He's what you want to do. You want to be like Abraham. This is the opposite of that. This is saying Abraham is not someone to admire, and he is not someone that we should follow and pattern our lives after because he was a crazy old man who heard a voice in his he's, head. Yeah, schizophrenic. And so, so this is a... This meme is actually going to condemn some people on the Day of Judgment. This meme will flash up on the screen, and they oh. will have to own it, and it will be the reason that they are separated from God. So, Man, that, that is a heavy sentence. I didn't even think about that. Gosh, can you imagine being there and, and it's like, oh, yeah, by the way, this little thing you – this little ditty you posted. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah funny it's, little You're meme. taking people with you. Yeah. Golly. Ooh. That's, Here's all the people that are going to be joining you because if you're fuzzy. Oh, my gosh. That's heavy. But you uh, – yeah, I was saying, but with I don't think – me personally, I look at something like that and I go, uh, and I wouldn't even respond to it. But if you hop – if you're one of those pers- people that hop in there and try to be like, you know, if you read the whole Bible in Hebrews 11, it says this stuff. And um, 
There's only they, somebody who does that to you, by the way. But, but yeah, all, you're not. Would you say that's doing anything? Like they would, if they thought, okay, I'm going to do this so that other people can read it. Is that a worthy enterprise? Sure, sure. I, I don't. I don't get involved when somebody wants to come and, and get pedantic with the atheists and say, well, this says in the Bible here and it says this and it says that and you need to repent. And I, I don't think it's going to affect the atheists. But if the spirit is telling somebody to, to quote a scripture, go for it. I'm not going to tell them that they shouldn't. Okay. All right. You pulled the, pulled the Jesus card on me. That's cool. Uh. <laughs> well, I don't know. I, no, I, you're, I, it, you're. It's not the way I roll. I, I try. I'm trying to use more scripture. I'm trying to let the scripture speak instead of me as much as possible. But sometimes, um, sometimes. Well, we just I, read I where a, we just read where a Christian doesn't want the Bible to be inerrant. It doesn't care if it's inerrant. Right. They just want their they just want their Jesus following to be vibrant and right. and exciting <clears throat> instead of. Anyway, there's a lot you can talk about that, but um, you're right. Though there's people got have different giftings. There's people who encourage. There's people who exhort. And uh, I think maybe what you're saying too is maybe pause for a second and pray before you before you start typing. Just go, Holy Spirit, guide me. Do I need to do this? Or you know, I I just want to be right. That's what, what I ask God all the time. I say, I just want to be right. Well, that's because you know you, <clears throat> and you know what you're. You know what your God is. You know your idol. Your idol is that uh, knowledge and um, facts and those kind of things. <clears throat> and even the truth can be an idol if it's not serving to uh, – how was I going to say that? You're mm-hmm. you're supposed to be worshiping God, but if you're worshiping – if I say you're worshiping the truth, then I start <laughs> – it starts falling in on itself. But you're – but like um, – like you said, being right, being right's a, an idol. So right. not, and you're, well, you're sacrificing it, the truth for your rightness now is what I guess is what the way. Well, right but that's I, I, that's that I don't. I, what I mean, I, I <laughs> when I mean I want to be right. I mean I want to be I want to be the truth. I want to be correct in in what I say, and that's not because. because oh yeah, I okay. want the the glory. It's because I want to know what's true. And, right. And, okay. And there's either. A thing is either true or it's not true. And yeah. if it's not true, I don't want to say it and I don't want to put it out there. But if it is true, I want to be bold and courageous and let the chips fall. Yeah, okay. What you're saying is you want to be accurate in what you're saying so that the truth is is on there. Whatever you type is going to be the truth. Right. Want I want to be, be yeah. I want to be right. I, I, ne- I never, ever want to be wrong. Right. Now, of okay. course, I will be wrong, but, <laughs> but I don't want to be. <laughs> That's a good prayer, though. Help me type the right thing. Let me try type the truth. All right, here's a new one. Uh, by the way, in Facebook land, when you when you make these these ones here, you make a post and it's got a nice little gradient background and big bold letters instead of just posting it. Um, it makes it more true. I don't know if you knew that. And here's what it mm-hmm. says: Religion isn't for kids. No child should be raised with the fear of hell. I just realized this. Whatever I'm saying can be taken out. <laughs> And like, here's what Juan DeVivo said. I'm like, no, I was reading a meme. <laughs> He's reading this meme. These are not his words. It says, religion isn't for kids. No child should be raised with a fear of hell. It's psychologically traumatizing. Mm-hmm. Well, again. We don't want to traumatize our children, John. Well, yes, we do. If what we're telling them is the truth, <laughs> this this is another meme that assumes that Christianity is false and you're telling a child about hell, you're telling a child to fear hell just, and it's just psychologically traumatizing them for no good reason. But the fact is if hell is a real place and you go there, if you're not covered by the blood of Jesus, then you should be psychologically traumatized by that. You should be, you should be so terrified of that, that, it causes you to turn and and beg God to uh, forgive you and let well, Jesus. I've met people that were that said that's the only real way to be converted, but I'm, not, I'm sure there's other ways, there's other motivations. But that should be. I mean, we use the word saved, 
from what are you saved? Right. Um, but I, I just rewrote this, uh, and I, th- I think you're going to like it. It's it's this. Hey, guys, cooking isn't for kids. No child should be raised with a fear of the stove. It's psychologically traumatizing. So let them right. light it up. Right. <laughs> whatever they want over that open flame. I have a gas stove. Sorry. Right. I, I'm also wrong for no, that. No, that works. If you, if uh, you substitute the word respect for fear, you, you kind of get at the right idea, too. Right. No, chi- no child should be f- raised with the respect you know, for the stove or respect for hell because it's psychologically traumatizing. It's well, like, yes. And the reason it's psychologically traumatizing is because we human beings, contrary to what the first meme said, are not good people. <laughs> we're, we are, we're basically bad people. And so when we hear that we're bad people, when a perfect God or a perfect savior comes down and says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. You will not make it to God on your own. That is extremely offensive to us because we think we're good enough <laughs> hey. not only to make it to God, but we think our ideas are better than God's a lot yeah. of times. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's it's very psychologically traumatizing. I agree with that. And the, the meme is, the reason that the meme doesn't work is because it's assuming that the hell isn't real. <laughs> yeah. Well, the undercurrent is uh, obviously hedonism, where any discomfort is bad. So, but the weird thing is, I don't know of any parent. Right. I don't know of any sane parent who would sacrifice uh, discomfort for. So they just want their kids to be comfortable and happy. Mm-hmm. We we know how well that works out. We uh, you might know someone in your immediate vicinity who who only wants their child to be happy i just want them to be happy i never and want so, them to have psychological trauma yeah. and do they end up being happy well this this first phrase too the religion isn't for kids um again that's a religious statement so any any time yeah. somebody just blanket throws well, out religion you can immediately find the problem. Oh, yeah, when they just say religion, yeah. Well, something I've been learning, too, just by listening and reading and stuff, uh, you may not know, when you're saying uh, that religion isn't for kids is a religious statement, they're giving you a, they're saying this is a moral right, right. Or, or a wrong. It's like So they're saying religion is wrong for kids. Right. So they're telling you what's right and wrong right here, just in that first sentence. And so, therefore, they're telling you their morality. That's this is a moral system that they have, and, uh, and again, that's always religious. Probably wouldn't put that in the comments, but uh, well, maybe I don't know. That's not a I bad might. thing. Yeah, you probably would be like, yeah, that's I would. Any religion. You put, yeah, anytime you t- you say one thing is right and another thing is wrong, you're making a religious statement. <laughs> exactly. Always. Yeah. Yep. Making a moral. Have you seen this one? Things Jesus was and things Jesus was not. Yes. Things Jesus was. This, he, he was okay. brown, Jewish, Middle Eastern, a child refugee, yes. poor, homeless, yes. an advocate of loving your neighbor. I was, would agree with all of those things. And then let's say things Jesus was not white, true. American, yep. racist, homophobic, nationalistic, rich, full of hate, and Christian. <laughs> <laughs> with the possible exception, I agree with all of those things. With the, with the possible exception of Christian, and well, it's how could he? Well, the follow reason himself, he wasn't Christian though. is because the Christian faith, quote unquote, hadn't been established until after the day well, of Pentecost, and Jesus yeah. was no longer walking around on Earth at that point. Well, so. they just called them Christians because they were little Christ. They were they called them themselves after the after right. Jesus. So then how but could it, he follow himself? But it's a little stupid to say that Jesus was not a proponent of the faith that was founded. Oh yeah, you're right, right. On him. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's a little dumb to think that he was that he was against Christianity. Who is it that people quote when they say uh it's they're quoting somebody and they said, uh I'm I love Jesus, I'm just not so fond of his followers. Right. Who was uh, do you know who that was? I, I've I've heard the quote a bunch of times. I feel I don't like somebody said Gandhi or something. Then if Gandhi, I think said that's that right. I think I'm a fa- I think it was Gandhi who said I'm a I'm a fan of your Christ, but I'm not a but not of 
the followers or not of not of his <laughs> followers or something like that. What's funny is that's that's all we're, we've been talking about. It's like Jesus was perfect, and so we're really trying to do that. Right. We're trying I'm, to be like him. I'm not sure what this meme is trying to accomplish other than just to say that uh, – <laughs> Hey, guys. Jesus was another color. And well, we're it's like, a straw okay. man. It's a straw yeah, man. No, it's, no. it's aimed at people who are – who are saying no? Jesus was a white American guy who was who was all, and, and it's like <laughs> nobody no, nobody it. believes that. Nobody <laughs> nobody's going to argue with this. Nobody's going to say, "Oh yeah, Jesus was full of hate." No, Jesus was he was super rich. I mean, no, no none of these things. Right. This is why I wanted to bring this one up because you said that about the the second one we were talking about. Uh, the Bible doesn't have to be inerrant. Christianity doesn't have to be proved for you to believe it. That kind of thing. Uh, this follows under the category. If you look at one of these memes like this and you start getting hot, just remember nobody asked, nobody's claiming this. Just does what made me laugh. Right. When I, I don't remember what meme I was, I was reading, but somebody said that in the comments. And I was like, so I guess that's why you do this. Well, so I said I in the comments, comment, like nobody's arguing this. Why are you bringing this up? I would comment under, under this. I would say, Yes, this is all true. Yes. Now what? <laughs> yeah. What's the next thing? What yeah. do you want? Now what? Uh, so. Well, the, the implication when they say he was poor and homeless was that, you know, he's like the people you see who don't want to work and they're just panhead. Right. Which right. that wasn't his case at all. He worked. He uh, he chose to be homeless, but he wasn't really homeless. He traveled around and uh, – he stayed he, with he people. He was nomadic. He was he was That's no more homeless yeah. than any of the other people that were yeah, rolling around. Not a lot of people didn't have houses in the first century. He was houseless. <laughs> let's let's yeah. put that right. But yeah, I like that. Now what? Okay, what are we? Because that's my favorite. They try to. I, I guess they think somebody wearing a MAGA hat is going to go. What? He was an American. Right. <laughs> like, but I think everybody, even people who voted for Trump, are like, yeah, Jesus was. He was born in no, Israel, Palestine even. Nothing wrong with that, except for the fact that Jesus probably would advocate Christianity. Okay, this is one of my favorite atheist arguments. God killed everyone on earth so a guy could start a zoo boat. Uh, oh, he's responding to a tweet that says that the Bible is ardently and unequivocally pro-life. That's why he's right. So his response is, God killed everyone on earth so a guy could start a zoo boat. Right. So here's the thing that I say whenever people start to yammer about God <laughs> killing a certain number of people. Um, and this this occurred to me a few years ago when I was talking to an atheist and he threw something like this at me. Well, your God killed an entire sent the Hebrews in. They wiped out nations including women and children. And it just hit me. It's like, well, not just that. God didn't just kill those nations. God's has killed everyone and everything that has ever died since the beginning of life on earth. Every, every living creature that has ever died has died because God has removed the life from it. And the reason that he can do that is because God is the one who put the life in it in the first place. And so every person on earth is living on, on a life that God had given them in the first place. It's not my life. It's God's. And if God decides he's going to take it back, who am I to say that's not fair? This is borrowed from him. I'm borrowing his consciousness. I'm borrowing his strength. I'm borrowing his ability to reason and to think. And he, at any point, can say, I'm taking it back. And when he does that, he's also said, if you would like to continue to exist with me for eternity, <laughs> out of I'm mercy, sending yeah. my son down to you because I am ardently and unequivocally pro-life. I am. I am pro-life. Right. I. I want you to live. I set before you life and death. Choose life. Oh, there you go, man. I like how you. Uh, that's something I guess we got to get used to, too, is owning up to certain things. When they make an accusation, it's actually – because a lot of people are thinking so upside down, 
that what they believe is a crime is actually the is actually the answer. Right. So they're right. yeah, this well, guy God, is saying God killed people and you're like, yeah. And you're this, saying every, all death <laughs> is, this is determined is, by God. This thing, particularly the the Noah and the Ark story, um, years ago, when I, I remember being a little kid and hearing the story of Noah and the Ark and thinking to myself as a child in Sunday school, what is wrong with those people? Why do they not want to get on the boat? Why are they raging against God? Why he's Noah's building a boat. It's taken a long time. And God is telling these people, hey, you can get on the boat too. What is wrong with these people? Why won't they get on the boat? Well, because they're like the guy who sent this tweet out. Like, <laughs> so that's gonna say oh, so God's gonna kill everybody? God's gonna kill everybody on earth? Yes, get on, get on the boat. boat. How dare and and they honestly believe because they're deceived by by a force that is much smarter and stronger oh, yeah. than they are and older. they're deceived into thinking that god is the bad guy in the story of noah and the ark rather than rather than pres- preserving all of those animals yeah. and noah's family which was ardently and unequivocally pro-life this guy is saying look at all the people he killed they were his. He <laughs> created them in the first place. Yeah. So he needs to get over himself. <laughs> it, it's like, it's, it's a fool. It's a fool who stands outside the boat and shakes his fist at God. How dare you? Well, I mean, there's yeah, a boat here. A How dare you kill us all? We're not dead yet. Get on the boat. No, right. I'm going to sit here and yell at you for no, no reason. How dare you, God? How my, dare you, giver of life? <laughs> my response, and it's not as, not as cool as yours. But I, I think it was one day I saw two memes, one right after the other. One person's complaining, why doesn't God get rid of evil? And then the other person is, why did God kill all the people except for a few? <laughs> why did God kill all the people in the flood? And I'm thinking, do you want him to get rid of evil or not? Right. Like, he's not doing it right. now because he's he's wanting, like you said, he's trying to get everybody on the boat. It's uh, I forgot who, which Peter, which letter Peter wrote. But it's like God's not slow. He wants people to, to come to repentance. He's and, not uh, slow as some of us understand slowness. But I think yeah, it's he's merciful. Peter. He's waiting. That's he's waiting. Mercy. But I mean, I want people to, when they make that argument, like, why, don't, why doesn't God get rid of all the evil? And I was like, well, where does evil live? If we're all perfect, why is there, why is there evil in the world? Right. If well, you reason- and I, if our desires aren't sinful, if we're perfect the way we should... What's going on here? Why is there evil? Right. Well, you have to you have to hold their hand and tell them that. And that I have just a, a week or so ago, I fired that one off at somebody because somebody's the meme came up and it was if your God can't stop war and starvation and rape, <laughs> then what good is he? And all of the things, all of the and I said to that person, I said, well, God can do that. But that would require killing you. Yeah. We got got to stop evil right now. Thanks for visiting the Comedian's House. If you want to spend more time with our family, you can follow John Branion on YouTube and Facebook. Also email nextdoor at johnbranion.com with your comments and questions. We'll see you next time.